Hello, Movement Church. We are so glad that you are joining us today online, not just here in location, but online all across the country. And uh, we cannot wait to see what God does through the Movement Church. This is week number one. We are launching this week, and we couldn't be more excited. Uh, We wish that you could be with us right here in person, but that's all right. We love you where you guys are, and we cannot wait to connect with you. And uh, when we start this, uh, the whole thing was months and months ago, we started looking at it. What does God want us to talk about in week number one? And there's so many different options. There's so many different things you could do. But here's the deal is that God laid it on our hearts that it was the start of a movement. And it wasn't the start of this movement, not of Movement Church. No, this is the start of the movement that happened 2,000 years ago. And all we're doing is continuing what that is that God began so many years ago. And, and, and as I was looking through and we were looking at, what's a movement? Like, really, what's this, what's this mean? What does this mean that we are as a church? And it means change. Webster says that movement is change. It's also a group of people coming together for one cause, for, for one purpose, and to be able to spread that and to be able to share that. And that's exactly what we're doing here at Movement Church. We don't believe in being inside of one location. We don't believe in being in one city and one town. No, we believe in spreading the gospel throughout the entire country and throughout this world. And this is only the beginning for what it is that we are doing. We believe that a movement is all about experiencing God in new ways together. And as we continue to grow and change and shift and morph into what it is that God is calling us to, he's constantly calling us and we're constantly obeying and and pursuing what it is that he has. But man, I am so excited to experience God in different ways constantly together as a family, as one. And you can do that right there wherever you're at. It doesn't matter where you're watching us from. You can do it right there in your living room. And we can be a church together, whether you're 2,000 miles away or you're right here in Tip City, Ohio with us. And we are so excited about what God is doing. Like I said, the original movement started 2,000 years ago. And I think that this, this is where the movement began. You ready with this? Write this down. It started with these two words. Follow me. You see, those were two such important words that Jesus spoke because those two words set the definition of the New Testament, set the definition of the new church and the way that things were going to be from that point on because he's constantly calling us to follow him. Even today, he's calling out to you, follow me. And as we read in Matthew chapter 4, verse 18 through 20, we see this. As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw these two brothers, Simon they called Peter, and Andrew his brother, and and they were casting nets into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will make fishers of men with you. At once they left their nets, and they followed him. Thinking of these two simple words, This is Jesus. He's the creator of the universe. This is is the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end, everything. And he is calling out to us to follow him, to be with him. And he uses that word me, and and I think that that is such an important thing. So we're going to start there because the me, I think, almost comes before the follow part. Who's the me? The me is Jesus. The me, the me comes in when, when we think of who the me is. I, I think sometimes this is our struggle, is that sometimes we kind of put him off as this 
almost weak, almost weak, um, almost uh, almost as a as a jittery type thing where we're trying to to have him be the one that's going to accept us, that, that we want him to accept us, and, and he needs our acceptance. And I think sometimes we find ourselves in this bad spot that that's what we're trying to achieve. And we're reaching out to him to accept who we are, and we, we, we feel that way. But here's the deal is that he doesn't need us at all. We need him. We need him in our lives. It's not that, that we are just begging for all these different things or he's begging for us to follow. He says two simple words, follow me, and we have two choices. Either we turn and we run or we kneel down and bow down and worship him and we do what he is calling us to do. Luke's gospel talks about Peter and the first time that he saw Jesus. And, and I love it because in, in, in Luke's gospel it says this, that, that when Peter saw him, he fell to his face immediately, and then he stood up and followed him. He immediately fell to his face and worshiped him because he knew that he had met Jesus. He knew who he was standing in front of. He knew who he was getting ready to walk with. He never met Jesus before. This was his first time, but he just knew the first time that he experienced him that this was the real deal. This was the real thing. And he fell to his face. This is a movement of God, and we must know him personally. That's what Jesus is calling us to do, is to know him personally. So many times in our walk, and, and I've been a youth pastor now for nine years, and, and, uh, and so many times the number one thing that teens do, and, and adults were so guilty of this too, is that we do these things like ask Jesus into our heart, or we find ourselves walking down the aisle to an altar, or saying a simple prayer, and we believe that that just changes everything. But the, the problem then is, is that after that simple prayer, after that, that walk to an, uh, to an altar, or whatever it may be, we find ourselves in a place where we do not reflect who Jesus is. We still walk of the world, in the world. We look like the world. There's nothing different about us. And when we follow him, we need to change. We need to reflect that. And so often that's not the case. And we find ourselves in these, in these bad places. Because here's the deal, is when you truly know who Jesus is, things change. The way you carry yourself, the way you talk, the way you think, the way you act, it all changes when you truly know who Jesus is. Then we get into that other word. That's the me. Now it's the follow, that, that first word, that follow. What are we doing? What does that follow mean? And I think of two disciples, two disciples that I love to, that I love to talk about. The first one being Matthew. You know, Matthew doesn't talk about himself in his gospel, really. He doesn't say much, but as you read about Matthew and you read about what it is that he did, you know, he was a tax collector, and here he is doing his thing, working. He's, he's at work. He's minding his own business, and Jesus comes walking up. Matthew doesn't know who Jesus is. He's not sure who this man is, and Jesus says those two words, follow me. Matthew dropped everything. He had no reason to drop everything. He had everything going for him. He had no reason, but yet at the same time, he dropped everything and followed him. Then I think about Peter and Andrew. These guys are fishermen. We've already talked about them a little bit. Jesus called them as they're casting their nets out, and, and they dropped everything. 
they weren't wealthy. They didn't own everything. They didn't have everything going for them. But they had a business. They had income. They knew what was coming the next day. Every day that they woke up, there was something that they knew that they were going to be doing. But they dropped it all to follow him. We are called to leave all things behind. Whatever that may look like to you. Sometimes it's, it's the way we live our life. Sometimes it's our friends. There's times in scripture Jesus even talks about leaving your family behind. There's going to be sacrifice, but there's also going to be discomfort. I'm not going to tell you right now that, that when you drop everything to follow Jesus, that everything gets easy. Because Jesus says this in scripture, that he was persecuted, and just as he was persecuted, you will also be persecuted. It's going to be tough. But the rewards are endless. Now, I'm not telling you that right now you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and and everything is going to be just perfect and fine and Jesus is going to tell you that you need to sell your house and all these different things need to happen. I'm not saying that needs to happen. But what I'm saying is, is that there's going to be moments that God is going to call you to do some things. Are you willing to make that leap? Are you willing to make that jump for what it is that he's calling you to? I'm so excited about that word follow because I believe that there's there's a group of people who come into this place and have been worshiping together for months and months and months, who left everything to start a new church. This, this movement of God, and, and they believe that they were called to be a part of this. Just as I believe that you were called to be a part of this, wherever you are at. But here's the deal, is that when you follow him, things happen. And the fight begins. I truly believe that. I believe that the second that you start to follow him, that the fight begins, the battle begins. But I love this, is that, that the Christian life, listen to this, the Christian life is not a playground, it's a battleground. Sometimes we believe that things should just be fine and dandy and you can go and swing and nothing's ever going to happen and you can go tell everybody that you want about Jesus and everybody's going to accept what you have to say. But that is not the case. It is not a playground, it's a battleground and there are fights that are brewing. Right now you might be on the top of a mountain, but there's a valley on the, on the side, on the horizon. And things are going to happen, I promise you that. But here's the deal, is that you have a God that fights that with you. You have a family. No matter where you're at watching this right now, you have a family that's praying for you, that loves you, that cares about you. And no matter where you're at, we are here with you. And that's what it's all about, being a movement. That's what it's all about, being a family of God and being a part of a church, because we do this together. You are never alone. You never have to worry about that. And things get tough, and that's fine. When you are a part of a movement, it can be a fight, but the battle is not yours. The battle is God's. He is there with you. And just as, just as Jesus was in the wilderness, and just as Jesus went through all these temptations and, and going against the devil, the Spirit was there, and he sent the Spirit to be with us as well. And even when you feel like you can't get through it and you can't get past it, He is there with you, and he is guiding you and pointing you in the right direction. He will remind you of your past. Listen to this. 
I need you to know this. He will remind you. I'm not talking Jesus will remind you. I'm not talking God will remind you. When I'm talking the battle, the devil is going to remind you of your past. He is going to tell you things that you're not good enough. He's going to remind you that you were not a part of a church for 20 years. He's going to remind you that that you walked away from the church. He's going to remind you that you aren't good enough. He's going to remind you of your sin. But here's what I'm here to tell you right now is that he's here to remind you of your past, but you're here to remind the devil of what's coming in his future. And that's because you are a part of that. That's because of what you are going to do, what we are going to do as a movement, as a church, as a community. We're not here just for this building. We are here for the people because we are called to embrace all people, to embrace the greatness that God has bestowed upon us, that he has given us. Each and every one of us have a different story. Each and every one of us have a different gift. Each and every one of us are called to something different. And we need to embrace that. We need to know our differences. We need to know what sets us apart because that is what God is going to do to use us. That's how we're going to fight our battles. Our battles are not fought alone. Our battles are fought with the Spirit. They're fought on our knees. They're fought as we continue to push forward with what God has for us. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. I love this. It says this, that greater is he who is in me than who is in the world. Greater is he who is in me. God's got us. Big things are happening. And it is incredible to see what it is that God is going to do through each and every one of us over these next months, years, and so on and so forth from there. The movement isn't about this building. We need to move. We need to move. We need to leave this place. We need to be excited that this is not where it happens. This is where we come to get fed, but the movement takes place outside. The movement takes place as we move. Not only the movement, but we need to create action. We need to go. Movement is an action word. And as we create action, as we go and we do, it doesn't take place here. It takes place out there. And if you're sitting in your living room right now, it starts with you. You reach to your neighbors. You reach to your friends. You reach to your family. Church happens right now in your living room. Church happens right now wherever you're sitting. You get a group together. We call those our watch parties, our fam groups. And we come together and we worship together. You don't need to be in a movement location right now to be able to be a part of this. You you invite your friends and you be their pastor. You be their friends. You be the person that's there for them. Because that's how we fight our battles. We fight our battles together outside to go. We need to go. We need to experience what it is that God has. Listen, it needs to happen now. The movement is now and the movement is beginning. We're not going to sit around and wait on the movement of God because I truly believe that we are the movement of God and it starts now. So I'm going to challenge you right now as we get ready to, to come back together and conclude is this, simple as this. The movement is now. What is it that you're going to do to kick this off? What are you going to do wherever you're watching, whether you're in Tip City, Ohio, whether you're, you're in Columbus, Ohio, whether you're across the country, or even in a completely different country? What is it that you're going to do right now to make a difference? Don't sit on this. Don't wait on this. Don't say, hey, I'm going to see what next week brings. I'm going to see what a couple weeks from now brings. No, I'm asking you right now, what can you do to make a difference? And here's what I want you to do. I want you down in the chat right now. You tell us where you're from. You tell us what's going on. You tell us what's happening. But here's the other thing is I want you to drop a chat. I want you to get on our website, and I want you to send us an email. We want to know what is going on. We want to know what is happening with you. We want to know how the movement is starting right where you're at, no matter where it is that you are at. We want to know. We want to celebrate. We want to pray for you. And we are so excited for what is going on with the movement.
Hey, we are so glad that you joined us today for our very first broadcast as a church. And we are so glad that you were here. But here's a couple things that we want to talk with you about just for a moment. Is that the movement doesn't end at the end of this broadcast. The movement begins with you. And we want to challenge you to make a move. To do something. And if that's a challenge to you, if you're trying to figure out what it is and what it is that you look like, here's the deal. Again, you're not doing this alone. Even if you're 2,000 miles away from us here at Movement Church in Tip City, Ohio, we want to be able to talk with you. We want to be able to help you. And if God's calling you to start a watch party or to create a fam group, a small group within your community, we would love to help you no matter where it is that you are at. But most importantly today, you were challenged. You were challenged with two simple words, follow me. And if you're in a place right now in your life that you can simply say, look, I'm not, I'm not there. Maybe at one point you were and you've simply fallen away. Or maybe you're really looking at things and you're saying, man, I know what this looks like. And I said that prayer, but I never changed. That change that we talked about comes with repentance and saying, Lord, I am so sorry for what it is. So I want to ask you today to pray this simple prayer with me. And we'll do this together. And then we want to celebrate together because I know that God has big things in store for you. So pray with me. Father, forgive me of my sins. I love you and I need you in my life. So take me into your kingdom as I know that I am now your child. And today you've been given a new name and that is a child of God. And we are so excited about that. We want to know about that. We want to hear about that. So go to movementchurch.community. Go to the connections page and drop us a line. Let us know what's going on. We want to be able to pray with you. We want to celebrate with you. Drop it right down in the comments, right here on YouTube, on Facebook, wherever you're watching. Send us a message, whatever it may be. We want to celebrate with you. And so we cannot wait to see you next week as we come together live again for another broadcast right here in Tip City, Ohio at Movement Church. God bless you and thank you so much.